Welcome to the Cosmic Reality Radio Show with Nancy Hopkins, Walt Silva, and Dolly Howard. This is a production of Cosmic Reality Radio. Welcome to the Cosmic Reality Radio Show. It's March 9th, 2021. My name is Nancy Hopkins. With me is Walt Silva and Dolly Howard. So, hi guys. How are you doing today, Walt? Uh, hello. How are you? Uh, how are you, Dolly? I'm doing good. Uh, glad to hear you're doing good, Walt. And it's over to you, Nancy. <laughs> <laughs> Help myself. <laughs> <laughs> this just then. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, this is going to be a fun show. I can see right now. <laughs> uh, well, oh. well, I didn't really have a chance to talk before that show. <laughs> well, at least I didn't mute you. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. So, Walt, um, Derek's not going to be here next Tuesday. So, you want to come on the Shungak show? Sure. Awesome. It'll be noon to two next Tuesday, a week from today. And Mark is very okay. excited. He loves to hear you talk. <laughs> send send me an email the day before that way I don't don't forget. Okay. Well uh, Oh and okay. don't forget time changes. Where where's oh. my phone? Okay. I think time changes Sunday. Yes, because Sandy told Jean and I that the time change was last weekend, Sunday. And oh. so <laughs> So it, and she was catching a plane. You understand? Oh <laughs> no, no, no! But Let's see spring ahead. Well, we it got would've... we got we got up, and they do it automatically. So we just figured, okay, they made the time change. But then I got really concerned because when I would work at the uh, maintenance engineering job for twenty five years, they could always remember when they had the extra hour to stay home, but they could never remember that they had to come in an hour early. Ever, uh-huh. ever. And so I always had to work that hour, and they got paid for it. <laughs> because it just, you know. Well, why didn't you play their game? Because nobody really cared if I showed up or not. <laughs> they just oh. went home. <laughs> uh, no, because there was one guy on before me, and I wouldn't do that to him. But besides, it didn't, I mean, it wasn't didn't work that way for me, you know. I mean, I could have gone home early, but then nobody was there. And, of course, if something happened, then I'd be in trouble. So, anyway. But, you know, so, so no, I can guarantee you that it's this weekend, not last weekend, for the change of time. And it's spring ahead, fall behind. So we're going into fall. And no, 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 no. we're going... We're going into spring, oh. so we turn the clocks ahead an hour. I thought I was in a coma there for a minute. <laughs> I, I totally missed the summer. No, you were Dolly time. Dolly I spent time all of August going away, so <laughs> I, I spent all of August in a place that was no was was a few degrees below thirty two. So I, I literally <laughs> totally skipped summer. That happened to me once. When it, when when I got uh, when I got laid well laid off the business closed um, 
and at the grenade place, and so the business closed, and I was so. I mean, you know, you have an appreciation sort of for somebody that's lost their job and they got no income and, you know, I thought I really had an understanding. You don't have an understanding until it happens to you. Right. And it was like I'd wake up in the morning and a fraction after I woke up, I'd be in a state of panic. And, you know, that that terrible fear, fear. So I just, you know, I really don't know how it is that so many people get into that position as I was, I mean, not, not to the, anything that they had done, and how they can do it if they've got children in particular. I, didn't, I had my four-leggeds. You know, that, that's easy compared to, to children, and it's just got to, it's got to be just horrendous, and um, I, you know, felt that. But what happened was that your mind gets so screwed up that a simple task becomes really a huge task. Uh, go pay a bill. Oh my God, it's a huge task, you know. Uh, so I, I I got it so that financially it was okay. I was gonna probably make it maybe because <laughs> it was I was able to get on Social Security, but I had to wait three months for that and all that. But you know, it finally comes together, and it was like you know June, first of June, and then I decided I was gonna <clears throat> put the. Uh, uh, John Kennedy Jesus Christ Connection book, uh, I was going to print it. So I started in June, and I finished that rather quickly because it was pretty med- all done. It just needed to be made so it could be printed. And then I decided, well, why not go for blo- broke because over the years since I'd written that, I'd been taking notes. I said, let me just, you know, add a second book to this book. And that became Cosmic Reality. Uh, the second book is called Down the Rabbit Hole. And from June until November, I, 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 I actually didn't go outside hardly. Go to the store once in a while, you know, but it was like I virtually lost that entire summer because I was so preoccupied with doing that. But at the end of it, my, my, my mind was all settled again, you know. It was like it, the only way you're going to get out of a deep depression like that is to, to get out of it to go do something that'll get your mind away from it. And thankfully, I had uh, had that opportunity with a book. So, But no, Walt, it's really weird when that does happen. It's like, wait a minute, what happened to summer? Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. So, anyway, um, so Dolly, I've got, I've got a question for you. Okay, last night I, they had something happening... No, what was it? I saw I saw a, a YouTube video or something, and it looked like they were taking something out. Actually, it looked like a horse. It was bizarre. It looked like a horse was coming out of the White House doors. It was, it was, yeah, it was across the street, you know, this, this security camera you see all the time on the, on the White House. And it, it did. I mean, the, I think the caption was something like, is that a horse or is it a big box or is it a casket? <laughs> because of the way it was moving, it looked like a horse. But then when it came by the column, it looked more like a box, you know. Um, but there were lights on in the White House. Now, I can't guarantee when this was taken. It was supposed to be, you know, moments ago, moments ago, you know. Um, I don't know what all that was about. But I still, when I see the fox with a, with a White House up there, I'm not seeing any activity. Um, including lights, but 
how is it that you got reporters standing out in front of the White House? Don't they realize it's empty? This yeah. whole thing, I uh, th- there's many questions I have about this because, well, first let me do the horse. Remind me reporters later. Um, I remember when I said, well, be, they got Trump people, the whole Trump gang out right away because they found these new tunnels. The new tunnels had bones, bodies, things like that in it. So I'm wondering, did they put the remains that they found in the boxes? I mean, did they put them in little boxes and then put them in the big box like that kind of thing and take them out? Uh, and it just kind of what the shape of what they put it in the box and the wheels and whatever whatever they put it in a trolley or whatever they put it on maybe that looks like a horse or uh, maybe they are renovating or I mean demolishing inside the White House because I heard it did need some uh, repairs but not like the the West Wing White House in California, which is literally falling apart in front of our eyes. The hidden door is falling, and I expect it to cave over any day, fall over any day. But So with the White House, and if it had lights on it, inside it, there had to be people working in there, some kind of working in there. Um, But when I look at the White House, I have been looking at the White House. There will be a light on seven times out of ten in the right-hand corner up on, I think it's the second floor. There will be a light on in the window on the other end of the building, and I can't remember which floor that's on. I'm thinking first or third Um, but that's the only lights that I have seen on I didn't see what you saw because I wasn't watching I don't watch the TV that much anymore Um, but so the reporters I have been asking this question ever since the White House has been empty when they scooted Trump's out why are the reporters standing there, and are they really standing in in front of the White House? Because they can do that with TV uh, technology stuff. They can make it look like they're standing in front of the White House. But, but then you'd then you'd have the the reporters in collusion with this whole theater. Absolutely, that's what I'm getting to. Yeah. And that's what what's bothersome about it because they don't seem like they're lying or that they're pretending anything, you know. Right. And yet, I I agree with you. They're always well. I I you know you know news thing I have on is is Fox, and that's not like it used to be. It's on sometimes, but when I do see that, um, that you're right. There there is a light on the right side of the White House on the second floor. I saw that too. Um, and there was something on the left. I think it was the bottom floor, though. 
Um, okay. I but, wasn't sure. Yeah. Um, Couldn't but, remember. But you just can't, you know, you go like, how, how many people are part of this or how many people are being fooled if it's really happening? You know, I mean, it's... Or it what keeps... kind of drugs or hallucinations <laughs> are they being given that they can see the things that we don't see? Exactly. Exactly. Okay, but... It doesn't make sense, yeah. Yeah. Now, I'm going to um, post this this picture because this picture is... um, I'm going to read something to you. And this is the picture on the article that I'm about to read. But this really kind of amazed me because this is from the Washington Times. All right, and the headline is, Will the real President of the United States please stand up? (laughs) There's no evidence that Joe Biden is actually serving as President. No, he's not, he's dead. (laughs) Yeah, but this is is the Washington Times. Now, there's the Washington Post and the Washington Times, and I think the Washington Post is Democratic and the Times was more conservative, but I'm not sure about that because I know it was opposite what it is in New York. So the New York Times is just a leftist, you know, trash bag. And then the New York Post is the good one. So here, if, if this is true, then, okay, it's the, it's the good Washington paper, the Washington Times versus the Washington Post that printed this. I mean, I'm on their website. Uh, but it, so I look at it and I went, oh, uh, you know, they, they found out that the, the whole thing was stolen. Oh, this is, this is even better, okay? So I'm going to read this to you. It's not very long. Analysis slash opinion. Can any, okay, this was from Charles Hurt, Washington Times, Thursday, March 4th. So, you know, just last week, 2021. Can anyone just tell us who the hell is running our federal government right now? You literally get censored out of existence for suggesting that anyone other than Joe Biden won the election last November. Yet there is no evidence today, four months later, that Mr. Biden is actually serving as president. A weird Tron video this week appeared to show Mr. Biden looking every bit the part of Max Headroom. You remember that movie? You would, you probably yes, do. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Do you I remember did. it, uh, Walt Max Head, Headroom? Yes. Movie? It, it started. Uh, it started as a commercial character, and then it, it there was a movie about it. Well, it was played by Matt, Matt, the actor Matt Fuhr. Um, Matt Fuhr. And he was just a head. He had died, but he had had his head, his brain. Well, no, it, it was. He didn't die. What happened is, he played the uh, the. Um, uh, he played uh, the character. He, it was a futuristic type of deal where he played uh, Edison Carter. He was a, a um, what do you call it? A reporter. His name was Edison Carter, and. He, I don't know, I remember how it was. If he was chasing an article or a lead or something, but he was involved in a car crash, so he ended up unconscious. And for some reason, he ended up in the labs, in the laboratories, with this kid genius who developed um, technology for this for this channel. Uh, in fact, the kid invented something called Blitbirds. Uh, you know, an advert is an advertising, right? Okay. Blitverds was advertising, but 
extremely fast advertising, meaning that in a short amount of time, they would squeeze in a ton of information. And this was happening, but but what happened, <laughs> the, the offset of this Blitbird technology was, it was so much information in such little time, uh, customers were exploding. TV viewers were exploding because what happened was that according to the story, remember this is all fiction. Let's say you have a, a three, 300 or 400 pound couch potato washing TV and, not, and here, here comes the Blitbird. And what happens is it's sending so much information in such little time. It's actually uh, interacting with it. Well, how was it? Oh, it was interacting with the neurons that the person has, therefore it was creating like an energy loop and an overload on the person's electrical system. So the person literally was was blowing up because of the, the bloodbird energy. So Edison was actually chasing this lead. We know what is what is the source of so many people exploding in front of the TV screen. So the kid, while Edison was unconscious, scanned him and into the computer. But what happens is he had, that's another, because this is a kid genius, genius of course, he's de constantly developing things. Uh, he had a scanning technology. Not only could he scan the physical appearance of somebody's body, but actually the entire thing is like almost the mind. But because Edison was hurt, he he hurt it, hit his head and he was unconscious. Uh, the, the, what, the result of the scanning was this uh, outrageous character named name Max. Um, he, the name Max Headroom comes from. <laughs> that's funny. Have you ever seen um, uh, those those underground parking garages that, as as cars go down, uh, there's a, a thing goes up like a like a what, what do you call it? Um, uh, a ramp elevator no yeah. uh, no the the thing that goes up like a oh, like, the... a, like a gate the gate goes up oh, yeah. so the car can go make it through so you have the these gates that go up but they are actually horizontal they don't go up all the way because they the gates are set for the height of the garage so the 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 text on the gate is max headroom six feet and so many inches. <laughs> so that was the last thing that he remembers seeing. So when the machine scanned him, his consciousness, he scanned the, the words max headroom. And oh. that became the <laughs> name oh. for this character. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, that's where max headroom comes from. And, and like the kid, he would say outrageous things. Like, for example, the the bloodbirds were killing people, and he was being, you know, your your technology is doing this. And he says, "Well, I don't, I don't throw, I don't deploy the bomb. I only just, I only invented the bomb. I didn't. It's not like I throw it. <laughs> it's like, you know, that's a great, that's a great cap out for this for this problem. So that they did a television series. I don't remember how many how many uh, seasons it lasted. But that was the gist. Is that Max Headroom was a character in the computer, and so, he had his head. They, the, the head was always. Yeah, was was it, it was in the computer or was it was it outside of the computer? No, in the computer. Yeah, it all was, you saw yeah, was this this face mm -hmm. head. 
right? So mm-hmm. I can't believe you remembered no all the. I can't remember you remembered all those details of that movie. I That's can't. I, I just so much graphic information. It's all graphic information. It's easy to remember graphic anything. <laughs> <laughs> Don't ask me to remember words. The only way is if it's I read a really interesting book. That's the only way I can remember words. Well, but I, uh, what happened is they did a long uh, prior to it becoming a sitcom. There was the there were these um, commercial uh, campaigns. I don't remember if it was. I think it was Coca Cola or it was one of the colas, and. They were using Max Headroom to advertise the product. So people got used to the image of Max Headroom, and then eventually they released it into a television series. So uh, that's and that's that's where the, the Matt Frewer, the actor, that's when he, when he became known. Well, I, I, I have to say that that show weirded me out. I couldn't watch it. It weirded me out. So, but... I had to laugh when this... Okay, so it says a weird Tron video this week. I wish I could find that Tron video. Appeared to show Mr. Biden looking every bit the part of Max Headroom, interfacing with House Democrats in Congress, digitally, of course. Okay? So the picture I put up is what it looked like. He was sitting there at that desk thingy looking at this big, you know, display above him. So... He droned on for a few minutes using scripted psychobabble, sitting alone at a table. The table was empty except for his instruction manual. Now remember, this is the this is the Washington Times. Okay, I well, mean, if we what, yeah, go ahead. The thing is that this is not this is not uh, uh, this is is not strange and it's not new because Udsava in in many of the many times that she reports that she's done. Uh, she says they do have the technology. Like, let's say, for example, somebody gets taken off, meaning is legally dead. But they make a, like, for example, let's say they need to interview someone, and then there's someone who's been executed already. And then they need to make it look like this person is still alive. What they use, they don't even have to find anybody that even remotely looks like this person. As long as it's a, they're using a woman to represent a woman and a man so the body type is kind of more or less similar but they do have the technology so that digitally they change the face it is the body of a person but what the camera is seeing is the face they're generating in the computer well i agree that i agree that that could be they have the technology i believe you know i agree that nancy pelosi on the monitor might have been this but I don't. I think they would have had a better presentation if it had been that. Okay, because they're 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 looking at it as it happened. And you know, let me go on with it for a second here. Okay, so he oh, drones sure. on psychopabble. The table was empty except the instruction manual. As he spoke haltingly, he looked up at the giant screen from which House Speaker Nancy Pelosi stared awkwardly, awkwardly, fake smiling. One could imagine the Dems droids watching from somewhere in cybersphere, nodding along obediently. The digital president then opened the floor for questions. I'm happy to take questions, he said, pretending for a moment to actually be the leader of the free world. Then he remembered, if that's what I'm supposed to do, Nance, 
Mr. Biden added, using his bizarre <laughs> nickname for the smiling droid staring down at him. Her face twitched. Mr. Biden apparently had failed to display proper subservience. Whatever you want me to do, he added meekly. Even more alarming than his failure to display proper subservience was the notion that Mr. Biden had offered to allow questions and possibly even answer them. The overlords were not pleased. They immediately issued a long censorship beep. Then the overlords cut away from the video of the man claiming to be the leader of the free world and replaced it with a test pattern of colored bars. There would be no questions and certainly no answers. Just a few days before, someone claiming to be the American president bombed Syria. The bombing was followed by a report out of the White House that Vice President Kamala, Kamala, Kamala D. Harris the camel. was the camel. Kamala D. Harris was not included in the decision to bomb Syria, and that she was very displeased with the decision. That may or may not rule out Miss Harris as the person who is operating the federal government right now. Certainly, it seems to suggest that she, in fact, is not currently the president. Either way, it doesn't answer the pressing question we all deserve to have answered. Who is the president of the United States right now? The Washington Times article. I just thought, wow. You know, it's seeping into to the mass media. They've got to respond in some way because... They're seeing the crap too, Dolly. Maybe maybe not in the same way yeah, we are, are, but they're seeing it. Thank God somebody's yeah. seeing it. I was so excited because they really, there's more and more people seeing. And another question that's being asked is, which I am asking too, why did Trump uh, allow that Fucci, Fauci, awful guy to promote the COVID and then him and uh, he and uh, pimple faces how I think of him who's that guy uh, the real rich million billionaire and Gates, 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 yeah. Gates, Gates yeah and Gates to promote their vaccines and then Trump puts through this the saying uh, to make it happen faster uh, let's get the vaccines to all the people why why is Trump doing this did you, what the did hell you read the article on? I sent you guys today? no I looked at it and I thought I don't that's, really that's have why I sent the it. stamina to read the book <laughs> that's why I sent it to you because he's, she's. that's what she's talking about as to why why they why this thing is being allowed to to carry it to go forward, it's because of the of the ag- agreement of all those people that wanted to continue the low f- low frequency experience. They needed to leave the planet by their own hand, and this is the way it's being done. And is this is this Gustavo? Is, is, is this Gustavo? No, no, no. Uh, in in Elia Benz. Oh, can you read it? Because I, sure. I, I didn't even open my email today. Okay. That would be fun. Yes, because I would, li- I would like to know what in the heck is happening. Not that I know if anybody knows. And now... Okay. 
Okay. <clears throat> it's no surprise that March is energetically off the roof when it comes to our social situation. The split is becoming more and more obvious. However, as a collective species, we all feel the effects of the intense terror and fear being indulged in and propagated by those who chose fear as their base energy. There are things you can do to minimize this effect, and they are not complicated. I will go that in. I will go into that in this article. But let's look at what's happening on the planet during March. In January, those who are choosing fear got their marching orders. In quotes, go get vaccinated, and they did. I, it was really shocking for a lot of us that people who we considered to be high frequency decided to take that route. Many individuals I know are looking around and saying, in quotes, my loved ones get vaccinated and they got a little sick, but now they are fine, close quotes. What follows is a mental conversation of, or per, of perhaps it's not so bad that perhaps they might, not, they might get to keep uh, the peace at home or be able to travel again or go back to work. Yes, some people are dying instantly or very soon after the vaccine or having horrific side effects that pretty much will disable them for the life. These numbers are being scrubbed and not reported widely. The first stage of the, in quotes, elimination of the masses plan is not truly over. Many concerned experts are now stating that the deaths will really start when a new element is introduced into the vaccinated people's bodies. Once this happens, and official sources can no longer hide the death and disability numbers in the vaccinated, they will call it a deadly mutation, in quotes, COVID-21. The effect at a planetary level that, we, that will be felt the most is the disconnect from the larger human collective that those people who are vaccinated will go through. Here and here is the crux of the matter. When I came into this life, it was clear to me that all of Gaia, all her creatures, all humans, would have a jump in frequency, which would result in a jump in awareness, sovereignty, and expansion of skill and abilities. Many of us call this jump planetary ascension. In 2010, I was asked to go public in order to disseminate the message of empowerment that would allow people to make that jump. I was asked to disseminate information, tools, and skills that we would need both to make that jump and also need once we shifted our frequency as a planetary species. In 2011, a kind of trial was demanded on Earth. I describe it as a trial because that is the way in which my brain can interpret and translate what happened into human language. During this trial, which was brought forth by groups of beings who are very much invested in low-frequency gains, it was agreed that elevating everyone on Earth to a new frequency went against the rules of engagement. It was said during the trial that many people did not want to ascend in frequency, awareness or experience, and that forcing them would be in violation of their free will. This was looked at by the Planetary Council. This is, uh, in parentheses, this is my name for the many entities who are on Earth that take part in the decision-making of experiences that can be had here. Close parentheses. 
and a decision was made that indeed a global ascension process would be a violation of free will, and therefore those who did not want to go through it needed to leave by their own hand and clear in, in, in uh, parentheses clear unambiguous, unambiguous choice. Mechanizations and orchestrations were put in place to remove all these billions of people uh, in parentheses who chose the low frequency experience over ascension from the human collective and earth. Since then, I have wondered how that would happen. At the beginning of 2019, I received a message from a person I have known for my entire life who works for the low frequency side, and he simply told me that the plan was to eliminate the useless eaters was in being implemented now. Useless eaters is a term used by the low frequency power over other commanders to describe these people they, they deem a drain on resources without any appreciable contribution to the enrichment of themselves. I told those around me of the message and we all wondered how it was going to come out. One of the items he did tell me was about nanoparticles that are being added to fast food chain drinks like Coca-Cola and Pepsi-Cola drinks. Since then, it has become clear that the whole thing would be several layers thick. There would be several items the person would need to ingest or inject before the separation of death would come about. The main item they needed to subscribe to and ingest was fear. As an outsider looking in, I can see how there was absolutely nothing we could do to dissuade a person who had chosen the path of fear from taking and ingesting all the necessary steps to disconnect from us. It's elegantly designed to ensure only those who choose, clear, choose clearly and by their own hand select the required option to exit the planet. Also, as part of the rules of engagement, Everything a large group of people are planning to do on Earth needs to be publicized. It needs to be made public and needs to be available for people to see, read, or hear and decide truly whether they will partake in it or not. This, to me, explained the reason why this person told me about this. Once I know of these things, I am going to talk about it and make it public. Some people re will react against my message and move to the other side. Others will see it and know it is the and know it is what they also know. I suspect that if you have read up to here, you are one of the latter. You know what is going to to you know what is going on. I have taken a decision to raise your frequency, drop your low frequency programs, and work to create a new paradigm structures on Earth now. On twenty on October twenty nineteen. I released my first orders, in, in quotes, video and message. I did it in the form of a YouTube video, which simply stated that lightworkers needed to unite now and create new work structures, social structures, and educational structures. The message had an urgency about it. At the time, I did not know why it was so urgent, but of course, now we all know why. If you listened, your work, your tribal structure, uh, as your children's experience, were, by and large, pretty excellent. As one of my sons likes to say, Mom, this COVID thing has been nothing but positive for me in every way. 
At this time, March 2021, the intensity of the energies around these decisions are huge. If you are still engaged with low-frequency structures, people, or friends, you will be pretty much fried by now. The way to deal with this is to simply stop fighting to change them. Use the fear processing exercise to deal with the tension that this dissonance creates in your life. If you haven't already, switch off all news channels, TV, Internet, radio, and people. Only check check in once a week for one hour only and make sure that you use the high-frequency channels only. Don't bother with mass media. The mass media is not actually giving you any true reports. The mass media is complicit in sharing and solidifying the exiting of the planet requirements for low-frequency subscribers. The rest of the time, spend using the many tools I have given you through the years. Also, make an effort to connect to others who are also choosing the high-frequency path in your area or online. And whatever you do, do not get disconnected from Earth, Gaia, and the high-frequency human collective. You are not alone. And there you have it. Well, that was, um, you know, I'm sorry it's turning out that way because there's people out there. I mean, Sandy got her second shot this weekend, Sunday. And um, so I'm, I'm looking at her and... Actually, she had told me the day before that this is what she was going to do. So I programmed um, sailing. That whatever happens, it'll be sailing. So she's got the assistance uh, based on, you know, we're not alone. She's got the assistance of somebody that, like me, that understands energy and understands focus and understands the concept of quantum healing and protection. And so she's got that. It's there. It's done. It's up to her higher self to make that decision as to whether to use it or not, to whether engage it or not. In Sandy's case, and this is why I, I just I didn't say anything negative about the vaccine at all when she told me she'd already got the first one, uh, because reality is what you think it is. So if we go to somebody that is contemplating or has or their family have taken this this hot shot, um, it's their reality. It's what's in their mind. If they believe without doubt that this is not going to hurt them, then I don't think it's going to hurt them. If we put fear into their reality about, you know, you've only got four four months to four years to live now. Because you did that. Which is what the hardcore science is telling us, right? If you put that into their minds, then that, and and it sticks, then that's a reality. So I'm for not, I'm for shutting our minds about the dangers of the, the vaccination, knowing that we can put up a, let's say, and then we're using our imagination, so let's just say, in quotes, imagined, an imagined, scenario that anything taken by people whose higher self are saying, no, let's get out of here. The lower self has the option, then it's going to happen. 
if you believe that you're okay and that you're still working for the light and you're still wanting to do the ascension even though you stumbled into this mind control understand these people have been under a tremendous amount of mind control so it's not free will but if they get to that point where they you know strongly and and irrevocably believe that they are okay with this vaccination then so be it because in the concept of enterology that's the way that it works so i don't see that all these people are are doomed and you know to to death because they've taken this depends on their realities now what i find very discouraging is that oh great i got this shot i'm going to be able to take off my mask and i'm going to be able to hug people no, you can't take the mask off. No, you can't hug anybody unless they also have had. No, you're not safe. You might. We're going to have to get. I mean, so so it's just one continual fear thing after the other. And at which point do you go, oh, my God, I've been taken. I've taken this terrible thing and it's going to kill me. Where does that happen? So it's still, to me, an open game. And, you know, it's like, I'm just going to leave it there. What do you What do you guys think? Dolly, what do you think? Did you follow me? Was I clearing up? I followed you. Did you disagree? <laughs> Sounds like you I, disagree. I, well, see, I have that Bible background that I grew up with. And that kind of interferes with your theory. And I don't want to put my thoughts into anybody's minds. So I'm not going to tell you what I think. (laughs) But that's the reason why. Because I do not want to, in any way, shape, or form, uh, lead anyone down a path that they wouldn't have gone down if they hadn't heard my words. I don't want to be responsible for it. Outcomes of anybody, but that's yeah. But there, there, there's a there's a the crux of the matter is that in their free will, they're choosing to know and be informed what is your choice. So you're not violating anyone's free will. They, if you were putting your three cents in and nobody asked you anything, yes, you're violating their free will. You're putting thoughts into their head. But they're coming to you and asking you point blank. So you're you're clear. Whatever the person gets from your words, something good, something bad, or neutral, it's not up to you. It's up up to them. Do you see the difference? Well, yes, in that case, I'll tell you. I believe that you you have free will, that you pick up different knowledges from different places all throughout your life. It doesn't come just from one place. I believe that it is your choice whether you want to be open-minded, closed-minded, or just a pain in the ass. Or very sweet all the way and and just not, not just be very sweet but don't learn anything. I don't, it's it's up to people to be the way they want to be because God gave free will. I also know in the Bible uh, that you are accountable for uh, uh, your own actions and thoughts. 
Um, so I and I believe the mark of the beast will happen. Now, whether it's going to happen with this COVID vaccine thing or not, I have no idea. No idea. But because of the way I was raised and and because of my thinking, I do not choose to take that vaccine. I will take a bullet before I will take that vaccine. And and, uh, that's how I think about the vaccine. Did I answer the question? I think that's that's an excellent answer. What do you consider the uh, mark of the beast? How do you define that? Um, When you know that something is evil, you know it. Like these freaking deep states. We know they are nothing but evil. And and they are pushing this, oh, everyone has to get this vaccine. First it was everyone has to have a mask. Everyone has to be in their houses. They have to lock themselves up in their house. They can't go out. And um, then it comes down to people are starting to say, well, screw you. I'm going out. I'm tired of this stuff. And so they start to go out because they see, why not the deep state? so-called leaders are going out Um, they don't care that people are getting killed in these uh, uh, riot things they don't they want people being killed and 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 the buildings burned down and they want to limit what the people can do and they want to eliminate a lot of people well it to me that denotes a lot of satan stuff that's the way I look at Satan is he he wants to hurt people he wants to uh, torture them kill them make them suffer just by watching other people suffer say evil stuff whatever is evil in your mind that's what I think is Satanism uh, and so this pushing of the vaccine now on everybody. Oh, it's a big push. You got to get your shots, and now we got to get to them. And and don't listen to the people saying these aren't really shots. These are things to to change your your gene stuff. Don't listen to that stuff. Don't listen to those people. We really want you to get these shots. These shots are going to help you. But you can't go outside after you have the shot. You can't not wear a mask. You have to wear a mask as in your house even when you're eating. You have to start wearing two masks as according to Fauci. What's Fauci? And uh, this is pure freaking evil. And now they want people to take a shot to change their DNA stuff. No, I'm not doing it. I consider that mark of the devil. Because they're now saying certificates are going to be issued. That you had the shot. You won't be able to buy food. You won't be able to buy gas. You won't be able to uh, definitely not buy guns. They're going to take our guns away too. They're going to try. I don't know if this will go through. But 
all this stuff that they're doing to people, trying to do to everybody but not accomplishing it. To me, that's, I, I didn't, I don't know how to, I don't know how to look at, are we really living out Revelations? The Armageddon. But yeah, I don't want to take the chance that I would take that gene-altering thing and I would be buying into the devil, into his mark of the devil with, and get that certificate. There's your mark. You can't do anything. You can't live unless you have that mark of the devil with you, that certificate. So that's the way I interpret it. But I'm telling y'all, you were given free will and you are responsible for your own choices. Nothing I say should uh, cause you to make, oh, Dolly said this, I got to believe that. No, no, no. You come to your own conclusions, you do your own research. And because I, I have done my own stuff, I'm doing my own thinking. That's the way I think. <laughs> Well, um, I saw this article when I was doing the first one. Again, we're talking about the Washington Times. And I think the hardest thing that I've had to confront is the concept of a true devil. I mean, I grew up as a Catholic, and you talked about the devil. Yeah, devil's here, devil's there. You know, it's like... You never. I never was a, afraid of the devil because it was just some character out of the Bible. <clears throat> Even though they, you know, they didn't make it really evil-like, you know. Um, and now that I think about that, that's pretty odd, isn't it? But the devil is going against Christ and all of this type of thing, and you got the, you know, God against Lucifer and this all that type of thing. And there's the Garden of Eden, you know, with. Uh, you know, don't eat the apple, you know, because if you do, you're going to eat from the tree of knowledge and therefore become like gods and know the difference between good and evil, good and evil, good and evil. And this particular article is, to me, one of the more stunning things I've ever seen in my life. And I'm not going to read the whole thing, even though, I mean, I'm not going to read it aloud, because... Um, some of you are going to be absolutely revolted by it if you, if I were to read the whole thing, but I and I wasn't going to even touch it, but because of the way the conversation just went, it, what, I'm going to tell you just the basics of it, and I'm going to read it because um, I don't want it stuck in my mind, and so why I'm doing it is because this to me is so unbelievably, outrageously evil that I think we have to understand that the things that Dolly is talking about are not, you know, uh, what do you call it, like illusionary, that, you know, no, that this is happening, but it's, you know, this person or that person. No, I think we're really into a new environment. Well, we've probably been into it for a very long time, but that we have to accept that we are in a battle, you know, for life against death, <clears throat> love against hate, 
security and and safety against fear. I mean, all of these, you know, very stark black and white things are out there. And to me, this draws a line because the title of this particular, again, the Washington Times, Satanists Sue for Religious Right to Ritual Abortions. Okay, and their complaint, and this is a, a Dallas Observer reports on February 23rd, uh, the Satanic Temple of Dallas, Fort Worth, and Houston filed a lawsuit against the state of Texas alleging that certain state-mandated abortion regulations violate the religious liberty of its members and violate the temple's religious teachings. So you read that and you go, okay, a group of people who believe that an abortion can be a ceremony for Satan, and they describe it in detail. Okay? This is the Washington Times describing this. And I don't, I don't know where to, where to even, even find my mind going, you know? But it's like, we've got to step up our game. We've got to be aware that, you know, the the scenario that we're seeing here in this 3D is being propelled by a much more fundamentally critical higher game. This is this is like a But know, this is this is a great to me this is a great leap forward. I'm not saying that this is a that that, that what they're proposing to do is positive. No. But the fact that it's being shown and told publicly that this exists. I mean, if we were living in 10 years ago, nobody would know anything about this Satanism thing. Everything was very closed door. Now it's being exposed. It's in in the light of the sun. So if if you can't choose correctly now, well, it's it's your fault because everything is being shown. Now it's in the – this is – service to self this is service to others and you get to choose which one you want you do you want evil or do you want good there's no there's no mistake now there's no way to you there's no way that you can say oh i thought these things were good i thought these people were good and they're not they, they kill babies for breakfast well no you can't be that stupid because now it's not hidden anymore now it's in the plain light of day this is what they are and this is how they believe. Now you got to make that your choice. And, and as Enelia says, people that are making the low frequency choice, they're, they're doing everything in their power to leave the planet. And I understand what you say about, you know, what you believe about the that your mental your mental component has an impact on the reality. Okay. If you think this this vaccine is positive, or if you have this conviction that it's positive, yeah, that's true. That exists. Is it's like the placebo phenomenon, where somebody gets an injection of water, and because they believe that it's a poison, it kills them. Okay, I I I understand that exists, but there are things that ex- exist without your intervention. And like for example, today on I don't know how they did. 
with all their censoring, I'm surprised this post was allowed to go forward. A, a, a woman member posted um, seven pages worth of screen captures from Twitter and all the other different social media, uh, men and women reporting on all all the negative symptoms that they're getting. Like, on one was beyond negative. One is a, is a man describing his his wife as a professional nurse, 43 years old, and she was, I guess they insisted or, or convinced her that she should get the vaccine, and she didn't even last the hour. Before, before an hour passed, she was dead, and she had no illness, no, 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 no nothing in, in her, in her medical history to indicate any kind of medical weakness like, oh, this person had this condition or this person that other, or this person was very old and they had that. No, this perfectly healthy 43-year-old female nurse. And it, it it's incredible that she died before the hour was up. And and that's that's one post. And another post is this woman posting all these screen captures messages from Twitter and the other social media of men and women reporting all kinds of uh, health distortions. Uh, like one man, he, he's having abdominal pains plus some, something in his head and a 63-year-old man, man who's never been sick and he's never had a major illness of anything at all. Now all of a sudden he's got all these symptoms and one after the other after the other she says, I, I, I don't have any more. All I could do was seven pages worth. I, the, the post doesn't allow me room to do another. So I'll have to do another post if people want to see more messages. It's, it's like, a, it's like a, that truly is an epidemic, an epidemic of these messages. And like Inelia said, and then I'm reading Inelia's post, and she said, all these people that are having all these distortions, all that information is being scrubbed. They're not reporting it. On the contrary, the the the, the uh, photos that you're seeing is like the Dalai Lama getting injected. Oh, he's so happy. He's inject. He's getting injected. He's showing that it's it's safe. It's good. Yeah, unless that syringe has just distilled the water in it. I don't think he he's he's accepting the. He's just part of the doing a, a commercial plug for the uh, for the masters, for the power over others, masters selling people on the idea of this vaccine and and this thing Which is so brings powerful. up the question he's supposed to be this yeah real religious type person right yeah well uh if he's it i don't look at him like that anymore to make it oh short. no through, through the years I, i've seen some pretty nasty stuff so i don't i don't care for the person anymore I don't either. And I definitely, definitely believe Satan is evil. There is a Satan just as much as there is a God. And we are in the throes of uh, good versus evil. And that's basically what what uh, the, the A word in the revelations is about eh, eh. the war, the big war in revelations. Apocalyptic. Yes. Apocalypse. I believe that 
and I believe we are living through it. And it breaks my heart to see people sell their soul. And it seems like everywhere I turn, I'm I'm witnessing it, and, and I can't do anything about it except what I've done. All these well, years we're talking that's, about God. That, that's what I said to you. My, the difference between Argentina and the U.S., for example, because here in the U.S., people, especially people who have been born in the 40s, and the, I mean in the 50s and 60s, there's this fairy tale quality to the, what the people believed about the, the, the government. Oh, the government's always looking after me. The government's always going to defend me. Oh, if it comes from the government, it's good. So they had this fairy tale belief about the the benevolence of the government and now as time passes you have to wake up to the fact that it's not it's not benevolent and people in in control are here to make you know it's uh whatever benefits them and uh, while it hurts people and they don't care well and i remember it i said in argentina it was the other way around. You grow up knowing how corrupt the government is, how the government doesn't do anything for anybody. You remember that? That I said that's that's the belief. But here, here's the thing. Here's how people deal with it. You deal with it by selling your soul to the devil. You know that if you in, in Argentina, the government and, and and government officials are so corrupt that if you follow the rules of God. And you try to be do good all the time. People actually, I'm not. I wish I were exaggerating, and I, and I could, and I could say, oh, I'm just exaggerating. You can ignore. No, it's it's very sad. It makes you, makes you, want to cry. That if you, if you are a good person, let's say, oh, this is a, oh, somebody's playing with their mic. I was going to say something, but the kids are using the oven. Oh, so that's a sound from the oven. It's the uh, the smoke detector going off. Oh! Every, every time, from now on, she's got to tell her kids they can't cook in the kitchen while we're having a, a show. <laughs> it, it, it happens Saturday too. <laughs> well, the the thing that I was saying is that I I I wish I didn't have to see this. I have I I wish I hadn't had to see this, but I I witnessed it. Whether it was in, in the school or in a public setting or a family setting, but for example, if you if you are a good and decent citizen, you pay all your taxes, uh, you respect your wife, you honor your kids, um, and, you know you you don't uh, uh, embezzle anybody. People look down at you, they make fun of you, they insult you. Oh, what an idiot! Oh, what an asshole! Oh, what a—that's the. But but if you uh, have money because you know how to get around the system, and and you steal and you swindle and you um, and you cheat on your wife with two or three women, or they look at you as a hero. Oh, this is a social. Oh, what a great guy! I envy this guy so much. I wish it was. What's what's your secret? In reality, that's it's you. I guess you, by using Dolly's uh, way of seeing things, I guess you would have to say Argentina is a satanic country. Because if you if if you are truly an evil individual, 
you lie and cheat and everything evil I mean you get you get admired you get people's admiration you might not live very long because your enemies will try to kill you that's one of the things that you have to in a, in a situation like yeah you live under constant competition and that's and but they, they don't care at least however long their journey was how however long they lived 30 years 40 years or whatever uh, they had a good run I mean that's that's their that's their consolation price. Oh, it doesn't matter. I had a good run. I had money. I had women. I had. This is the way they. This is the way, the mentality of people in a satanic country. That's the only way I can explain it. Well, unfortunately, we're very close to that. If you were to listen to everybody out there, I mean, the everybody <laughs> meaning meaning the mainstream media and the Hollywood people, and you know. But the rest of us, we're going to be good. We're going to be good. We just got to figure out. We got to figure out what the storyline is, basically. Um, okay, I'm going to play. I said that I would sing. Um, it's five minutes, but it it sort of like really encapsulizes what what I think we're doing here. You know how we got here. What's happening? And welcome back to the Cosmic Reality Radio Show. That was I Said That I Would Sing by Kirtania, K-I-R-T-A-N-A. Sorry, I have to take it out of the uh, podcasts, and it is up on the archives. I keep those songs in the archives. There's no censoring there. <laughs> and we don't make any money, so nobody's going to come after us for copyright. And I tried to give them a good plug, so... There you go. I don't charge him for that plug. My name's Nancy Hopkins. It's March 9th, 2021. With me is Walt Silva and Dolly Howard. And um, I love that song. Thank you for playing it. Yeah, it's cool. It's a cool song. It's it's just... It, well, see, I, I don't... I actually feel like I know where home is. I feel home is here. Um, I don't have that yearning to go someplace other than here. I just want to fix here. Um, but I understand that most of the people I've ever talked to say, no, this isn't my home. I want to go home. <laughs> yeah, I want to go. <laughs> Where's your microphone? You sound far off into the distance. Oh, it's just me, I guess. Maybe. That's where it should be. Yeah, okay. I, I don't have it any different. I yeah, no, you're all right now. Okay. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so I, I, I'm firmly convinced that we're going to get to the good place. But we do have to be able to look at the dark side and not let it, you know, it's a thing. <laughs> it's just a thing. And it doesn't have any power over us. It does have a lot of power over people who aren't awake or aware or, I don't know, vibrating at a different frequency than so many of them. But we're going to be okay. It's just that we, I think that as a group, we have to uh, to look at the very, very dark and still be okay. Not let it well, overcome us. That, uh, you have One of the things that we have to take into account is that the simple fact there are some people who love the dark. Like, for example, you, I know that uh, this might uh, imp, um, 
motivates several people to criticize me because there are people who think that this series of films is like a, it's the most valuable thing since ever, like the Godfather movies. And there are people that swear up and down. And, and like my father was one of those who absolutely loved that movie. It was, oh my God, it was, it was like the very best thing. And I'm thinking, uh, I only saw like half of it, but all it is is about killing people, people killing people and crime and destruction. And is like, what is good? Because it's like, and, and, and like for example, when my father would say, oh, it's, having a business is, is quite simple. So you have to be aware that you have to pay the mafia so much for protection and all. And he, he thought it was like normal and is, you're supposed to be doing stuff like that. So his, I, I never liked his reality, not the things that he, he thought were valuable. And I, that's why we never saw eye to eye. Because of that, it's like, you like this? This is acceptable. It's like even now the the latest film I think it's called the the Irishman by Robert De Niro is something like three hours long, and they think, oh my God, it's the greatest ever done in Hollywood. The story of a killer, somebody who makes their money by killing people. This is this is fantastic. This in what kind of in in what world this is an amazing thing that everyone should watch. What you know? Am I stupid or am I? You haven't been watching TV. <laughs> some some <laughs> of the some of the things on TV are just outrageous. I don't watch them. I see some of the the ads for them, um, but no, they're, they're, they they well, the, the whole society is crazy. You're absolutely right. Like um, there is a series. Thank God, I have not seen not even a, a scene. All I have done is seen photos and I have seen the text of the describing the synopsis of what the series is. Is something called Santa Clarita Diet. It's a it's the name uh, that it has the town it has the name of a town in California and I think it's Santa Clarita or something and it's the story of this couple. Uh, not not exactly middle age or getting there and for some uh, unexplicable reason one night the wife gets this she's not pregnant but she gets this irresistible craving for human flesh and that's that's the the the, the thing that drives the story in every episode is how they get away with killing people so his wife can eat this is it this is supposed to be some kind of comedy or dark comedy wow that's it's morbid. it's insane, and, and I I never seen a, a just, other than reading the synopsis. I'm I'm not going near there. That's like Dexter. That's yeah. that's another horror. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, like I, this past. <laughs> I mean, that's why I say you know I I feel compassion for these people that are brainwashed because they're feeding something in the maybe it's a weakness in the 3D human. I don't know, but this. This violence and all of that stuff is like, I mean, I can remember when I thought it was kind of neat, but then I realized it's real. And maybe that's the problem. They don't realize it's real. Yeah. You know, it reminds me of a, it reminds me of a story. My um, brother Mark has a bunch of kids. 
and he is a kid himself, and had developed in his uh, machine shop a racetrack where he had this go-kart that was hovering on air. So it was a hovering, you know, uh, air uh, go-kart hover, hoover, hover, yeah. So he, all the way to the to the shop, he's telling them about, you know, these things are seriously could hurt you, and you got to do this, and safety, safety, safety. And so they get to the shop, and the kids yelled, Mario, and then jumped on the carts and just took off and crashed. And he was, and, and, they, and they were laughing. And he's so perplexed because he knows that at his, their age, if he had done that, he'd be crying, whether he was hurt or not. And yet the, it was like, a you know, that bizarre world effect. And so he just got the kids back in the car and took them home, and he was just completely perplexed by it. And then, you know, a couple of weeks later, he walked into the house, and somebody was yelling about Mario, Mario, and he remembered that they had yelled Mario before they had gone and crashed themselves and not gotten hurt and not been afraid and acted like this is just life. And he walks into the room, and they're playing the Mario Brothers uh, video game. And so he's telling me this, and it was just such a, a real interesting example of reality is what you think it is. They kept putting in their minds that Mario cars crash, but everybody survives and you go on with life. So they, they never accepted the fact that they could have been hurt. They weren't scared. They were just, you know, in this weird reality of the Mario brothers. But that's kind of what it is. It's like, you know, what do you feel? Well, it goes back to that wolf thing, right? There's the, the dark wolf and the light wolf, and which one, you know, do you follow or the one you feed? It's the same sort of thing. And with, with very few exceptions, there's really nothing on TV that's worth watching. And the stuff that is you're watching is borderline. It's very borderline. So, yes, Anelia's uh, remark about turn off the TV is probably <laughs> the most important thing <laughs> we can do, you know? So. Yeah. So, Dolly, anything else? Did you not did, did you not burn down, or did they not burn down? I know you weren't doing it. The <laughs> kitchen again? It's, it's just they're so freaking sensitive they go off. If I think of something hot, the damn things will go off. <laughs> Yeah, I. You, you, you have psychic alarms? Wow, that's very modern. <laughs> Just think of a fire and it starts alarming. <laughs> <laughs> I I just want to. Uh, I just want to. I don't know what I want to say, but I want to say something. Um. I I just want to say I have believed like this all my life, but I, I wasn't in a position of where I felt comfortable to say it until uh, lately, like the past couple of years on, on this station, because Nancy allows us to, I was able to share my love and my faith in, in my God and my terror and, and fear of Satan, the devil. And I want to thank Nancy for allowing me to do that. 
even though it's contrary to a lot of the people who would listen and we might lose listeners because of my belief system. Thank you. We got lots of people that would run people away. That's never been a problem because we don't care what anybody thinks. It's not any of our business. What we care is that we're influencing the super consciousness by our conversations. <laughs> you know, they want to listen. Awesome. They want to participate even better. But, you know, this is something we're compelled to do just like the song. You know, we came here to do certain things. And putting these radio shows is shows part of it. There's some some something's happening in the yard. No. What am I gonna do? The dog's supposed <laughs> to protect me. <laughs> well, he's doing his best, he's barking. Yeah, he's barking. Oh, somebody answered him Ooh, back. Now he's got the rest of the neighborhood barking. Or maybe they started up and he just heard them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. So, um, okay, so, Walt, what have you been up to? What what have you been doing science-wise or energy-wise? I'm going to send you that nectar. Okay. Well, as you as you know, I'm making another another eagle, as you guys called it. <laughs> yeah. So we'll see how that turns out. What what um I like Nancy's eagle. He's eagle he's easy to work with. And if you go to that particular um broadcast, which I'm not even sure what, what when it was, it was in February, but you'll just don't go to the blogs blog books and blog tab Hover on it, it drops down, go to blog, and there's weeks. And all, you know, each week has its own, all the archives of the show. So I think it's got to be maybe four four weeks ago. But if you look at that, you'll see the, the picture of the eagle. And if you just follow the directions there, you can create an etheric eagle. You can do it in a lot of ways, but that's just one way of being able to... Um, Take the print out the picture of it, <clears throat> and um, you know, put your location on a map, and just follow the directions, and you'll have an eagle in your yard. And thus far, it's been it's been a still raining at night for you guys. Um, well, n- not really. I didn't get too much rain at, at all while Jean, Jean was here because I sort of said, you know, don't rain while Jean's here. <laughs> <laughs> and then <laughs> that tickles me. <laughs> and then Dolly has rain at night. <laughs> yeah, have been. Yeah, it's been nice. <laughs> <laughs> well, so so we were supposed to get rain, and it was good because by then everything was, you know, looking like it needed rain, and um, it it drizzled and it didn't start raining. And I said, Eagle, you know what's happening here and it said well you said not to do this not to rain and I said oh <laughs> yes I forgot about that okay so you can rain because we need it and so then it's rained <laughs> so it's um it does seem to be very literal 
I have to watch how I word what I ask it to do, because it it really does seem to be very literal. Yeah, remember that these are not like you or me. We, we these these don't have a ego personality. So whatever you say is. So you have to watch out what you say and how you say it. <laughs> we're so used when we talk with each other. We're so used to like getting it, or like uh, some. Not everybody express their what they mean to say literally. They're just giving you hints and stuff like that. Well. We communicate that way, but that, that doesn't mean that everything that's intelligent does that. <laughs> so we have to watch out what we say and how we say it. That's, believe it or not, that's that's one of the problems in dowsing. If you ask a question incorrectly, you're going to get an incorrect answer, and you say, "Oh, my dowsing is not real. It's it isn't, it isn't working." No, it it is working. What problem is the problem is that you asked the question incorrectly. Don't 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 use terminology or don't use expressions. Try to be literal. Ask your questions with a yes or no answers. Don't, don't, like for example, some people ask two two part questions. Is it this or is it this? How how can you answer yes or no? You're asking two things at once. So that's you know you you have to start controlling how you express yourself because it's like you say very little literal. What you, you have to watch out how what you say and how you say it, because they don't, there's no there's no option for anything else. I love that you told them about the don't ask them yes no questions. I mean, ask them a question. How we, however you said it, I loved how you said it because that's exactly how you need to do it. Yeah, <laughs> like. Like a, this is a, a personality habit. It has it has nothing. It's not right or wrong. It's just the way that she is. Like for example, before she asks the question, she does like a preamble. This is the situation. So at the end of the preamble, she'll she'll ask the question. And then I said to her, "Well, you don't need to do that with the guides. They already know what's going on, and they already know why you're asking this question. Just ask the question." Don't waste your time with a long, drawn preamble to the question. They already know your situation. Just ask it. it yeah, and ask it in a way that it can be answered yes or no. Or, or sometimes the, you're not. Uh, or sometimes you have to ask the question in a different way because the, the pendulum will sing in a way where it's, it's undetermined. So, uh, but it, you don't. You don't need to long-drawn explanations for your own guides. They already know everything uh, in, in that pertains to you and why you're asking the question. But the, these are the communication habits that we get used to through our lives. And I don't blame my mother for doing that, growing up that way, because if she didn't do that, they wouldn't understand her questions. So... She got like, for example, she would ask her mother a question, and and instead of answering the question, her mother and why this and why that and how is it this and so she got used to the habit that she had to give her mother the whole story and all the details before she could get an answer to her question. So we grow up programmed to speak a certain way because otherwise, it, the, I mean, this is the way they want it. 
I mean, uh, haven't you? Don't you hate it when you meet people like? Uh, and another 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 communication habit that people have is that, that people that I know hate it when <laughs> is that they go to ask somebody a question and they they get another question as an answer. You know, you just ask a simple yes or no question. It's not like it's I didn't I didn't ask for all the mysteries of the universe. It's just a simple yes or no question. And, but they they challenge it with another question. Couldn't you just answer the no? They, you have to answer, but so it's it's that way. It's it's these little foibles or human idiosyncrasies and the way we communicate that gets in the way of proper dowsing, and you have to educate yourself because otherwise you don't get a proper answer, or you get you do get an answer, but it's not accurate because the question wasn't the right question. So. It's like when you, you're with a counselor or, or a shrink and you say, well, I'm not sure how to help myself out of this certain situation you just explained. Well, can you help me? Do you know how I should uh, do this or give me some suggestions? They sit back, fold their fingers. Well, now, what do you think you should do about it? That's when I wanted to get up and smack him in the face. No, that's that's when you pull out the gum and and and, and point it at them. For for a hundred dollars an hour, you're going to answer my question, yes or no? <laughs> <laughs> because I mean, I'm I'm paying you, and I have to be here every week, and and this is the best you can do, asking me what I think. I I don't need somebody. It's like uh, it's funny that. Uh, you bring up that particular scenario, and uh, I don't remember what year it was, but I saw an Argentine film, and the character, the main character, um, that's that's the thing is that he stopped going. He was going to a counselor or a, or a psychoanalyst, and uh, he only went for a very short time, and then when the and the when the doctor asked him why. He says, "Oh, come on! You know the way you guys work. You nobody. You never finish with with a person. The person never finds resolution. There's never like if they're if they were if they were physically sick. You know, when a doctor is treating you and your condition has been overcome, you are done with the doctor. You don't need to go back unless you want to go back for something else. But with the with the psychoanalyst, he he said it." outright in he he, he says this, he said it in black and white he says you guys are never done you get you guys never find an, an answer and, and are never done with the cases so the person never finds a resolution so he he quit the doctor because the the, the truth of the matter i mean as, as long as the person needs the doctor the doctor is going to get his income he's going to get his monthly weekly whatever it is that he gets if the person gets well and goes home, he doesn't get any money, does he? Well, you're, you're <laughs> just you're just giving the, um, let's say the the uh, equation for the same thing that happens in medicine. Only instead of it being what you're describing, it's pills. It's the pharmaceutical companies, oh, you know, yeah. getting people on these pills because they don't end up in the hospital because of what the pills are supposed to be taking care of it's always a side effect so as long as they can keep you on the on the pharmaceuticals 
they can keep you know milking you because they're keeping yeah. you sick, and that's you know you say that to most people and they start screaming at you. But I'm sorry if you 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 know I've had a few decades on me, and I can tell you that. Unfortunately, it's not the people. It's not the people in the medicine. It's the system that's designed to control the people, the doctors in particular. And, you know, we've... Yeah, and the people in the medical establishment, they behave like they're priests and nuns. Because they're trained to to be that way. They're trained to be that way. You have to obey what the pharmaceuticals say unquestioningly. That's so it's not religion, guys. It's just a, it's a business. Well, what what it is is that because um, Dr. Jennifer Daniels explained this to me, what it is is that they have what they call the standard of care, and this is not specifically doctors as much as lo- lawyers putting together uh, a scenario that if this person comes in with these symptoms then this is what you do and if you follow that then you can't be found you know liable for the fact that the person died but if you go outside of that then you put yourself in legal jeopardy and that's how they control them and she she tells some pretty dark uh, stories about you know the reality of that she wrote a book called uh, murder by medicine is not a myth. That uh, lethal dose is the name of the book, but that's the, the subtitle of it. Um, it it's it, it's not a good thing that you know people are are being hoodwinked every time they turn around. Uh, there's nothing real about that reality <laughs> at all. You know, except it sucks. <laughs> so. Oh. Uh, I mean, I, I just... Well, it's the it's oh, fear-based reality. Yes. Fear-based. And scarcity-based. I mean, you can't get the fear unless there's scarcity or aggression. You know? So it's designed to create fear, but there's all these other things that, you know, are pretty ugly. Dolly? Yeah, well, did you see what uh, Sam asked about the eagle? Oh, I'm sorry. What did he ask? Uh, have you given Gaia permission? Oh, that must be to Nancy. To program slash work with Eagle directly. It's to both of you, I guess. Not sure it's a Dominion thing. Not sure if it is a Dominion thing. Do you have to give the Eagle... And does Gaia have to give the eagle? I whatever. Sam oh, said. I understand the question. I think. Oh, um, good. Okay. <laughs> uh, as as the I, okay, I'm. Yes, I have. We have dominion over the planet, but in my particular role, I'm a caretaker of this property, and when I get these energy devices, I don't. I don't have the sophistication to understand what they're really doing. So. I don't take charge of them other than to listen as to how they want them placed. And, you know, as far as I'm concerned, whoever's behind the, because you know, there's so many spirits, I, I can't even tell you, it's probably a group thing. But whoever's behind it is, I'm just acting in their stead. I'm, I'm manipulating the 3D to, 
to come into alignment with whatever they need done with that particular uh, unit. And I think that Walt would tell you that when he builds these things, he doesn't have a real concept, a basic concept of what's happening, but it's always more than what he thinks. Would that be true, Walt? Yeah, and, and to, add, to add to what you've said, I, I want to say to Sam that, yes, it is. there is a dominion thing because I experienced it and another person experienced it. Um, for example, uh, this lady who this Russian lady who lives in Costa Mesa, California, I showed her, I gave her instructions what to do because she said every morning it's horrible how they cover up the sky with chemtrails. So I gave her instructions how to, um, she was using a photo of the satellite device that, that I had at the time. She could have used the photo of my, of my cloud buster and she would just express, I said to her, to her, just holding to the image, ho- focus on the thought, thank you for cleaning, th- thank you for clearing all chemtrails from the sky today. Simple words. Thank you for clearing all chemtrails in the sky today. That's it. Not, nothing complicated, no explanations, just a simple statement. And just focus on that image. And she started doing that, and in fact, she even sent me photos where you, you could see chemtrails beginning to form in the sky. And an hour later, the sky was blue. It was clear. She was so she was tickled pink because she's so happy. She's, she's finally getting to see some sun. And then she traveled to Italy. I think she was in an area outside um, the Vatican or something. And she told me that uh, it's horrible to see how many chemtrails they spray here. And the same thing that she was experiencing at home where they were, it would start early in the morning and so until the sky was completely clouded. And then she found that she started to do the same practice. Nothing happened. Nothing, absolutely nothing happened. She couldn't get rid of the chemtrails. And I said, yes, it makes perfect sense because you don't live there. You're just a visitor. That's not your domain. Therefore, it, it, it has no effect. And, and, even uh, when she even even when she experienced that it happened to me because I made a cloudbuster for a lady living in the high desert in California, and I went to visit this person, and I tried programming her cloudbuster the same way I had done with me with mine, and with mine I was having the same results. I would say thank you for cleaning all thank you for clearing all chemtrails in the sky today. That's it. And like a few minutes later, the sky would be blue. And I, th- and I wanted to do the same thing for this woman in the desert. Nothing. Couldn't get it to budge. And I realized I'm just a visitor there. I'm not, su- I'm not even supposed to be here. This is, this is not my place. This is not my space. Therefore, what I have to ask for, uh, that doesn't work. So that also... Uh, has another corollary and that's that's why the cabal is able to do things against us because we give our permission we we believe the things that they sell the the the, the stories that we get told and so we give our permission and that's why there are it's not that they're, they're super powerful 
and they're unstoppable and they're absolute and oh they have the greatest power in the universe and they can they can do whatever they want and they, no no they can do nothing we let them do <laughs> because we're misusing our sovereignty we're letting others use our sovereignty against us That's, isn't isn't that a neat trick i mean it's a fantastic trick they tell us they're going to kill us then they kill us and we accept it <laughs> Yeah, you think that you, th you think this would have been thought out, you know? I mean, it's like, ay, ay, ay. So, hey, I see. Uh, Sam says, I've noticed what seems to be a dome over my house, and if trails get too close, they get all wispy. Sam, didn't you invite angels into your house like I did to use your house for whatever they needed? If so. That's where your dome's coming from. They're going to protect your property and you. <laughs> That's why you're seeing it. If you did, ask them. I'm done. <laughs> okay. Um, um, it's oh. the suspense that gets me. Oh, yeah. L let me ask Dolly. Um, Dolly, have you been hearing uh, the rumors again that Hillary was arrested last Tuesday? A week ago uh, I think I kind of sort of heard it but I put it aside because I, she's dead <laughs> they're arresting what I don't know what it is what kind of evil entity it is If, but I came really fast I thought this in like two seconds but they're evidently having to do this to appease the people who won't look at what's really going on. So they're doing it again. They're taking Oh, my God. What? Have you seen Nancy Pelosi lately? I just looked up and she's on uh, OAN. She is not her. It's a good thing they had Pelosi there because I wouldn't even have known it was Pelosi. Oh, okay. I got off track real fast there. What were we talking about? <laughs> Sam, I answered your question. Oh, thank the, you. Chat. <laughs> well, there you go, Sam. <laughs> There's your answer. <laughs> uh. Oh, we were talking about Hillary. Hillary. Uh, I, I I have no idea what... Ooh, I, I saw uh, another dude with the glasses that is Pelosi's buddy. Uh, I saw him like yesterday, and that's that's not Schumer. Him. That's yeah, yeah. That's not him. There's no way in the world that's him. He's already dead. But he, they, they I don't. I guess they decided they don't even give a poop if people see that those aren't really the people that they're trying to represent with these things they're creating. It just it just seems to be getting worse and worse. Did yeah, you, more did and you, more obvious, yeah. Yeah, did you see that, like, five Republican senators are not going to um, run in 2020, 2020, 2022? No. Yeah. Why aren't they going to run? Uh, I don't know. They didn't specify the reasons. Interesting. 
Huh. Well, you can't you can't judge people by Democrat and Republican any for no, sure. No. No. And that's very apparent these days. You call them deep state and the good guys, <laughs> <laughs> or the bad guys and the good guys. Right. There's no no distinctions like there. Ooh, I can't look at her. I got to turn my TV off. Good <laughs> lord. <laughs> okay. That's right. Turn the uh, TVs off. I just let it run by sometimes, like maybe an hour or two at a time, and then I turn. I can't take the energies. Just to see if something's happening, running along the screen on the bottom. Hey, Walt, how are you doing on your quantum healing book? Oh, I, right I've been book? busy. I, I haven't. I haven't picked it up. You I haven't left it at the. Uh, nope, I left it at my. The last chapter I read is uh, after I read the chapter on the using the heart cha- uh, energy. I left it on the chapter where it shows how to um, use your the heart energy for lining up. Like it shows how do you do the exercise for lining up the hips. So that's as far as I got because I'm I'm busy with the other stuff. What other stuff? Making stuff. <laughs> <laughs> well, you went and made you went and made those three together, and you know ended up in the hospital. So I'm just like. You are being careful here. We're <laughs> what? With your energy work, your stuff. You're being, you're being no, careful. No, the, well, the well, the uh, energy work, such as what I, I don't do shamanic journeys anymore. So I just work on making the devices. Yeah. Jean had a good time in this yard. There were all sorts of critters she saw. She saw the white tiger. Now that's <clears throat> not, <clears throat> excuse me, not the white lion. The white tiger's been seen uh-huh. here before, and it's got it's got the stripes. It's just white, <laughs> not gold. Uh-huh. Um, she saw a Sasquatch. You know, oh, that's okay. We should mention that. I don't even know if I told you this, but last week's show never got recorded when Jean was here. Uh. And it was really, I mean, the the online thing that should have recorded it did not record the live show. It recorded Jan Shaw, a Jan Shaw show, and it recorded it twice to get to the two hours. Nothing about it made any sense. And I remember thinking, push it, you know, start the recording. And how did I go from remembering that to not doing it? Um, I mean, if you remember, <clears throat> and you know, well, when you remember, do it, you know. I mean, it just, it, that was, I will either not remember, but I won't remember it, and then not do it, ever. So that was, that was stunning that that was off. So, so maybe there was a reality shift, and that's why you lost that? Well, Dave, remember, Dave was on, and Jean was here. Yeah. And we were having yeah. some really uh, powerful... Uh, energies, and it, it it well Derek. When I told Derek what was happening, he said, "It's not what you were saying. It's the energies. Somebody didn't want those energies out there at that time." And that Dave also, uh, when we checked in with him, said something similar. 
you know so it's recorded in the galactic um you know watch parties that they have <laughs> but mm. i i don't have a uh, copy of it um so for some reason they didn't want the cabal to hear that show maybe maybe <laughs> but um I, are I got, you i got a yes or no question for you nancy oh dear <laughs> Remember the day that Dave came, I think it was last Wednesday, that Dave came and and in the morning before we had said good mornings, and I was giving you all the message, and you said you'd never received texts that long. Um, Okay, are you going to ever share with me what was going on? Yes or no? Yes. It, the, the the reason I didn't was because um, it, it's kind of a long story, and I'm not exactly clear if Jan wants that. Jean wants that um, discussed. Okay. She probably does, but I just didn't quite, you know, okay it with her. Okay. Um. Whenever you get an okay. Right. Or if not. No, I'll tell you, I, because it, it's a rather lengthy story, so, uh, you know, I just didn't seem to have the time. But, sorry out there, but, um, so, so but I can, I can share the, the, the uh, Sasquatch story that we shared last week, but it never got recorded, and it was pretty cool. Um, now, they don't have the ability to, they, they obviously have the ability to communicate Telepathically, I mean, wouldn't they say why they're there? Oh, the Sasquatch? Yeah. Um, yes. Why were they there? Or oh, that's a secret. That's a state secret. No, 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 no. <laughs> no. Um, because she had a great fear of them. And oh. so I asked, I said, you know, because I, well, well what happened was that uh, she's extremely, extremely um, receptive to changes everywhere, including in the middle of this this room where there's a vortex. And she said, a Sasquatch just beamed down or teleported in. And there's a, a you know, she says a, a port right here, which makes kind of sense for a lot, a lot of reasons. But um, then we heard this rustling right outside where we were sitting because we were outside when all this started happening. And it seemed to be Sasquatch out there. So I said, well, Sasquatch, what, you know, why, why are you, because she, she was obviously in fear. Okay. Um, even though she knew better, she still had responded that way. And so I asked Sasquatch, what's this about? And I got this picture, you know, it's like a download of a video. And there's this little girl in the middle of the woods and she encounters Sasquatch and it is a fearful thing on her part. And so they need her to get over that fear so that they can work with her more. And so as I'm getting the download, I said to her, I said, were you ever in the woods and got really scared? And she said, not in this lifetime, but in another lifetime. And I said, and I told her what I was getting. So, um, so we leave it at that. And then we go in, we're in the house, it's dark out now. And, she 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 was I, w- I, I was turned towards the, the sink and the door is behind me 
And she goes to go out to the back, you know, where we've got a table and everything. And when she unlatched the door and started pushing it open, she was getting resistance, like something was blocking the door. And all of a sudden she saw three fingers come around the door and pull it open. Okay. Now, meanwhile, I'm doing the dishes. I don't see any of this, but all of a sudden she's screaming bloody murder. And she, I mean, I swear if she could have jumped off the floor into my arms, she would have done it, you know, but I'm just about, you know, we're both these not very big people. And so she's like runs around me and she, then she's, then she starts screaming even louder and I'm going, what the hell? And she said, the face is in the wall, in the door now. Because I've got a door where there's glass up through the whole door, you know. And she said that she saw a face in the glass. And then she said, it couldn't be your reflection because... And she was really, really, really scared. But, um, yeah, so... But the, the that's what they were doing. They, they were... They, and, and, and I questioned, you know, why did you do that again? But it was like, because she's got to get that out of her system. And um, after that, she didn't, she got, you know, over it, so to speak. And so, you know, now she seems to be much more relaxed. And then we're going, uh, what the hell were we doing? We were doing something in the backyard and we're walking along. And all of a sudden, a snake went right by her. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, there's a snake, cow. there's a snake, there's a snake. Oh, I said, <laughs> oh, my God, you're afraid of snakes, too? And, um oh, she was like, yes, she was afraid of snakes. I said, well, you're not as afraid as Dolly is because you would have been not only in the car, you would have been halfway home. <laughs> so, but, and, you know, so, and so I kind of left it there. I said, no, it's just the regular old, you know, we call them rat snakes. They just, you know, they're good for the yard. Um, and, um, that one wasn't very big, so it wasn't really a big one. I mean, they, they I didn't want to say this to her, but they grow to be twice as long as that, and that was probably two and a half feet. Oh, oh I shouldn't yes. tell you that. <laughs> you could have showed her the picture of the snake that we have. Oh. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Oh. And I, I, told, I told her the story about, you know, you and the snakes and the weird one and the feathered snake and all that. But um, later on that night, she's, she actually w- was pulling up Florida snakes and looking for the snake. <laughs> uh, Did she find it? Yes. it. W- uh, they called it a racer. Oh. You know? We have those in Michigan, too. Yeah. Racers. Yeah. They're not, they're not poisonous. I mean, you hear about, you know, well, you, know what the, you know how to tell if a snake is poisonous or not? It's, <laughs> It's their eyes. It's, it's their eyes. If you've got a, a snake that's got a round eye, that's non-poisonous. The ones that are poisonous are the ones that have the, you know, angled eye. You think I, I could look at it long enough to tell what well, okay. slanted oh, oh, eye oh, was? Okay, okay. Well, if you, if you can't do that, then you look at their noses because uh, a, 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 non, a non-poisonous snake will have... A, a kind of like a lizard nose. It'll taper off, but if it's a poisonous snake, it's blunt. <laughs> like a rattlesnake. I, I would not be able to stick around long enough to look at noses and eyes. <laughs> 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 oh, 
Hey, did you two ever figure out that that Sasquatch was a female? Uh, no, it was a male that was right there interacting, I think. I I didn't feel female. The one that, uh, um... Dave? You you said you, you didn't ask it for tea or something like that? It didn't join you for tea because you, it was never asked. That that one was a female. Well, that that could have been a, a different one. It could have. Yeah, been. yeah. Because that was the next day when we were out there, and that was in daytime. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So, good night, everybody. We will see you. Well, maybe tomorrow on Radio Five G, or at least Saturday's shows. Be safe. Thanks. Appreciate y'all. Teaching, preaching, the unknown, unknown, unknown. You have been listening to the Cosmic Reality Radio Show, produced by Cosmic Reality Radio. Thank you for listening. Choose your heart.